Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, let's bring it down a little bit, a more somber note. It is the end of Martini Madness, the last Ron Martini movie that we could possibly watch. Yep. Except, Joe, I have a surprise for you. I ordered more Ron Martini movies on DVD for us to watch. That's right, Joe. I did not tell you this before the episode, but I ordered off of Amazon today another Ron Martini movie, which we will watch at a later date. You know that it's April past April 1st. <laughs> it's past April 1st, but we're going to put it me. we're going to put it in our back pocket. We're going to put it in our back pocket. It's okay. not I tried so there's two Ron Martini movies we haven't watched. Mm-hmm. There's Dragon's Quest and yep. Murder in the Orient. Yes. It is impossible to find anything for Dragon's Quest because there is a game called Dragon Quest. It is okay. literally impossible. There are, let me put that back. There were two copies of Murder in the Orient on DVD on Amazon. Now there are zero. Yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs> so we will at another time be revisiting the Martini Cinematic Universe. But for now, we're going to watch his last movie, uh, The Final Martini. Karate Raider Joe, 1995. AKA, <laughs> AKA, Forgotten Warrior, U.S. Warrior 4, Jungle Wolf 3, Return Fire 2, Karate Raider. AKA, Forgotten Warrior, U.S. Warrior 4, Jungle Wolf 3, Return Fire 2, Karate Commando. That's it. <laughs> you nailed it, bro. This movie has two names. I spent two hours trying to research why there are multiple names for this movie. Came back with no answers. Yeah, thanks to that, I spent three hours trying to find the movie on YouTube that was not in France. France. Yes. And Joe texted me and I said, no, I swear to God, it's there. It was just under a, 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 ran, a seemingly random name, Karate Commando. Right. And Joe, in my research, I found another thing. Mm-hmm. The Steve is supposed to be Steve Parrish in Ninja Warriors. Of course. It is. It. Yeah. So oh, wait. From Ninja Warriors, before they ever cut back to stuff. It's apparently supposed to be Steve Parrish. All right, so we've got a lot of Steve Parrish cinematic universe, including this movie where Steve Parrish is named Jake Turner. Yes. (laughs) I am starting to wonder how many of these Ron Marchini movies are just the same. Like, what if it's all the same dude? Because this movie breaks the mold. Apparently, you don't have to have the same name to be the same dude. So uh, that's what we that's what we theorized at the beginning that Steve. Well, we theorized that John Travis was White Death Machine. Yes, and actually, I have theorized. We might as well get to it after we've introduced some okay. elements of this film. But I have theorized that perhaps White Death Machine was also Steve Parrish, Jake Turner. Oh, it could all. It, I mean, it could all fit. But Joe, so I'm gonna make 19, it fit, damn it. <laughs> 1995, Karate Raider, the last Ron Martin movie. Four years after Karate Cop, he got back into the game. That's he right. called up all his boys, Michael E. Bristow. D.W. Landingham told him to shove it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He said, I got better things to do, like not be in your movie again. Uh, Who else is in there? Joe Meyer. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Meyer. He said Adam West said Esquire, Burt Ward, uh, Mike Lee Bristow, Chris Oates, Joe Joe Meyer. The Ron Martini primetime players are back, Joe. A woman who stars in exactly one movie in her career. That's right. (laughs) Martini, the female career killer. He gives him up. To be fair, Joe, uh, Maria was in three movies. Technically, yes. <laughs> my and my was, in, was in like five. <laughs> yeah, she just keeps showing up. 
So they only they only act in one movie, but they exist forever in the Martini Cinematic Universe. So forever in our hearts. So uh, Karate Raider 1995. The copy on YouTube is hosted by two nerds. Uh, could you imagine two nerds watching this movie and then relating it to people? Weirdos. Ridiculous. All right, Joe. Let's talk. Let's hop in. Directed by. I, see, I don't yep. want to start this podcast because when it's done, it means the Martini Cinematic Universe is over. It yeah, means we're one step go. closer to talking about to watching and talking about Marky Mark Planet of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a tough reality to face, but but we're gonna have to. Yeah. Um, directed by Ron Marchini and Charlie Ordonez. Charlie Ordonez is the mastermind behind the original, the whole Jungle Wolf series. Really, he's directed all of them. Um, written by Ron Marchini and Joe Carnahan, who I believe also wrote the uh, last Jungle Wolf movies. Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. Uh, we talked about it beforehand. Executive producer on The Blacklist on NBC. Directed The A-Team with uh, Bradley Cooper and Liam Neeson, the one that nobody watched. But Joe, he yeah. wrote and directed. Some call it his death machine. Some call it his Omega Cop. Smoke and Aces. No shit. Yeah. You did say you knew I'd seen it because I, I we've knew seen it together in the yes, theaters. I, <laughs> I knew you'd seen it because we saw it together. So, yes, Joe Carnahan went from this to Smoking Aces. You know, looking back, I remember really loving that movie in the theaters. I don't think it was good. No, it's not a good movie. It's not a <laughs> it's it's one of those movies where you get into it. You're like, yeah. And then when you're done, you're like, that's there's nothing to this movie. <laughs> the only thing I can remember from it is stupid Ryan Reynolds, like yanking the plugs out of the wall that's, and killing I mean, those two old guys. It's it's not it's it's one of those movies from, uh, like mid 2000s where it's all this. It's like all the same. It's just variations on a riff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, OK, let's jump in. Romark Productions. Jeff, what does that stand for? Ron Martini, baby. That's right. <laughs> uh, we it Jeff stands for Roma RC, like the cola. And uh-huh. this is a, this is a gypsy soda company that Jeff, also Roma. Makes- Roma. Roma. Detective or oh, chief, police chief Roma. Oh my God, Samurai <laughs> Cop, baby. It all it's all tying out. together, and that's not the only one, Jeff. We'll get to that. Uh, Jeff, in a galaxy a long time ago. In a galaxy far, <laughs> a far galaxy, away. galaxy far, far away. Uh, the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency has stepped up its war on drugs by hunting, capturing, and extraditing drug dealers operating in foreign countries. Bullshit. Question. Yeah. Where are they extraditing them to? The United States? The ocean. <laughs> that's, that's kidnapping. They're just kidnapping people. That's all they're doing. They're no better than the than Estrada. Right, right. They were just kidnapping people. That's true. Um, however, should the field agents encounter any misadventure, the U.S. government has issued a no-rescue policy. And Jeff, that's when heroes are made. Such an insane... That, so this movie opens with a crawl, if you couldn't tell it a long time ago to Far, Far Away. And, you know, it's fine. Sometimes movies got to start with a crawl to get information across. Sometimes they got to start with a, a monologue. And, Joe, it's a rare movie that goes crawl into monologue. Correct. <laughs> Which begs the question, why didn't he just monologue all this? Like, did they not think he could get out words like enforcement, 
And extradition. I think extradition was the hard, hard extradition. part. Extradition. Yep. Yeah. He kept saying like, like, I don't know, <laughs> something else. Yeah. And and what's what's funny too is so they're sending agents in to extradite drug dealers. So to to yeah. take drug dealers out of the country by official channels. But if they get caught, they're like, I don't know her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's one thing if they were like, okay, they sent him into, like, off drug dealers to, like, yeah. cut the snake off, cut the head of the snake off at the source. Yeah. And then they, you know, disavow all knowledge. But it's like, to extra, you're working closely with the embassy. Like, you're clearly got to be going in and out of the embassy, but they're like, oh, I don't know her. Right. And she gets captured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's wild. Um, so... We start off with, like, a really weird noir tone that, like, remains throughout the movie. He's doing this, like, noir thing where he's, like, smoky background, walking yeah. through the city. Jungle noir. Um, got that hat down, like, over his eyes. Yeah, jungle noir. Good. Yeah. New genre. Uh, first line, my name's Jake Turner. Jeff, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> his name's... We, 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 Right off the bat, first line of the movie. We got a favorite name. movie, <laughs> hands down. Uh, Jake Turner is either exiting rehab or falling off the wagon, as he describes two types of people: people who are trying to find themselves and people who are trying to lose themselves. As for himself, he doesn't know what camp he's in. Shocker. Yeah. And he's <laughs> just gonna take it one day at a time, Joe. Jeff, is that a surprise that he doesn't know what camp he's in? No, I mean. It's... <laughs> He know okay, Joe. He knows what camp he's in, but he can't mm -hmm. say it in polite company in the United States. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if this is your first episode, this guy, uh, this is Steve Parrish. Sorry, uh, he's Jake Turner, but he's Steve Parrish. There is a clear point in the movie where it's Steve. We find out it's Steve Parrish. Uh huh. But he has fought for communists twice in these yeah. movies. Just twice, he has he has fought for the Viet Cong, and he has fought for the essentially pro. Um, you know, uh, communist re rebellion forces right. in Central America. So he's a communist at this point. And he's gone out of his way. He's to switch from being an American agent. Yeah. He switched so, twice. He switched twice. twice. He got given two chances. And this time it seems like he's got a third chance. We'll see if he blows it. Uh, my bet's on yes. So he's going to take it one day at a time. So, again, not sure if he's entering or exiting rehab right now. He's in some sort of program. He also has all his belongings in a bag that are just, like, slung over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It's like the old-timey kind of, like, stick and bag tied Oh, up. with a bindle? Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like, living on the streets. Jeff, we get the title. Karate Commando, Jungle Wolf 3. <sighs> Joe, this movie's called Karate Raider. <laughs> it is, on on the cover. <laughs> So we don't have an answer for this. And I promise you it's not for lack of trying. I spent two hours today trying to figure this out. There yeah. is no answer. Yep. He's Ron Mart I'm once you know what? Maybe I'll message Ron Martini on Facebook. You should, because this one demands an answer. Also, it's rare when a movie not only switches the name of its title unnecessarily, but the name of its main character <laughs> unnecessarily in the same movie. It's yeah. Bold. It's it's off. It's 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 off the reservation. It's off-putting. Uh, we're in Colombia. We got a long-haired guy with an eye patch who runs from three men in suits who all have guns. Long-haired guy's name is Pike. We get that right off the bat. Thank you. And he is played by Joe Meyer. 
A.K.A. Murdoch. A.K.A. Murdoch, A.K.A. Uh, Sergeant, A.K.A. Sergeant. Estrada. This dude, he has had like a rickety cricket path. Like now he's like got one eye. He's he's got a gross haircut. Like he went from clean cut military guy to just like falling apart. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Long haired guy. His name's Pike. Pike pretends to surrender, then pulls a gun and kills. He the does a die hard. He does. Right Except off he pulls it out of his gross hair, it looks like. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like all oily. Yeah. The barrel's jammed. <laughs> it's full of grease. He like tilts it and just hair grease comes out. <laughs> it just drifts out. And they're like, oh, sick. Uh, he calls them idiots, then turns around to a nut kick from a USDEA agent who's also a blonde woman. And they do, he, speaking of the noir look they oh no wait it's later on when they show her from the legs up and all they're missing is the next sexy scene. horns yeah yep. that's the next scene uh next scene is in a hospital and we get a doctor who's doing paperwork as the blonde agent enters the office yeah. holy horrible cancer choice <laughs> no cancer career sorry <laughs> holy <laughs> horrible career choices batman it's burt ward it's burt ward in the most bag securing role i don't think he leaves this desk no no, secure, dude, he never leaves the desk. He does two the bag, separate Bert. scenes. Secure the bag, Bert. It's great. And uh, they have him for a solid minute just looking through paperwork. Just flipping. And just like flipping. And right stuff. Yeah. Yep. Solid minute. Marcini loves paperwork in his movies. Dude, Marcini kills so much time in this movie, it's wild. Like, there are so many just, like, minute-long scenes, like you said, of dudes doing paperwork, people walking around a compound, running through the jungle. Joe, I did the cardinal – the worst thing – the worst indictment of a movie I can do. I cranked it to one and a quarter speed on YouTube. Yeah. I was like, nothing is happening. I was like, I got to get to something happening. Dr. Thomas Gann. We get his name right away. Thank you. Checks her out. So From the feet all the way up, like you said. Wow. It's just missing like sexy noir horns. Right. And she's standing there just like. And when it, gets to, when it gets to her top, she should be lighting a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, all sexy like. Except she's just pissed <laughs> off in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I got a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then she tells him she's attempting to extradite one of his patients. Uh, Gan asks which patient, and the agent responds, Pike, P I K E, Lewis J Pike. The J stands for jerk. Got him. End of movie. That's it. Movie over. Thank you for listening to the Reactionaries podcast. This movie ended <laughs> on a high note. Got him. Got him good. And also, uh, she says she's DOJ at this point. I can't figure out what she works for. She's no. part of the agency, clearly. This is the Worthington, Washington situation. They just roll with it. She says DOJ here. She was DEA at the beginning because she says freeze scumbag US DEA. And then this scene, she says the DOJ. Yeah, because have they merged the two departments in this future? Like, she's a DEA agent slash prosecutor? I guess. I, I, Joe, she's, she's wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gant mentions he, or Gan, I think is his name, uh, mentions he acquired a ruptured spleen while in cu her custody. Not Gan, but Pike. Pike, yeah. Uh, which must have been located entirely in his testicles. Dude, she kicked it so hard that one of them shot up and and split the spleen in half. <laughs> Just shot directly through the spleen. I'm going to call Brian and ask if that's how it works. 
I think it's possible. Little penis penis surgeon reference. There we go. She jammed uh, the sport down. Yes. I want to know. I want details. Uh, she's pissed that they want to remove his handcuffs. Gan says they're not in America. She says she doesn't care. Gan backs down. Hey, Joe. Mm-hmm. Why is Dr. Gan Burt Ward in charge of a Colombian doctor, uh, Colombian hospital? Where are all the Colombians? Because he went to Colombian medical school. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Medical school, Colombian medical school sounds like a street slang for learning how to like deal cocaine. Yes. <laughs> Or steroids. I went to Columbia Middle School. And um, learning how to make crack is Columbia in pharmacy school. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's pissed that they want to remove his handcuffs. Agent's name is Special Prosecutor Jennifer Boyden. Mm-hmm. Joe, you're getting – we're like 10 minutes into this movie. You've got names on names. Dude, it's crazy. I got all the names I could need. Uh, she leaves the office and Gan immediately calls someone to tell them the heat is on and he can't be involved anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, real quick. Yeah. He's um, he's uh, um, he's like, I'm not just some local peon. It's like you're the administrator. You're the chief of surgery of a hospital in Columbia. You are the very definition of a local peon. Like you right. don't you don't matter outside these walls, dude. Of course. And, yeah. And so he's got a ruptured spleen, but. He just magically is like it gets fixed. Yeah. Pike, yeah. But it's also like really confusing. Like, why is he like what is who is this organization? We don't know. He's just like telling them off and like This is this is another instance of like Ron Marchini, like the beginning of uh the last movie where he's like, Who the hell are you? It's like you could have just shown him. Like no yeah. it's the beginning of the movie. Nobody knows who anybody is. Yeah, everything's shrouded in mystery, but there's like no it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't yeah. lead anywhere. It's like um, a little kid is like, like it's like mystery and they open their hands and there's like a caterpillar in it. You're like, oh, okay, thanks, great. <laughs> kind of what I expected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Jake arrives at the underground fighting circuit, uh, an underground fighting circuit run by a 50-year-old Latina housewife, uh, gets the scoop on the guy he's fighting, who's apparently a world-famous kickboxer. But I can't stress this enough. She's a 50-year-old Latina yeah. housewife. <laughs> she is the opposite of the people running the races in Fast and the Furious. Everybody ha- is like in this room has like a shaved head or tattoos or leather jacket. She's she's borderline in abuela. <laughs> <laughs> she's like borderline in abuela, and she's running a a human cockfighting ring, a fight it's, club. It's fucking wild. I love how they had script script filler that they just didn't fill in, and they just had to record it. She says, yeah. fighter, tattooed, big fella, supposed to be world champion. The usual bullshit. Right. <laughs> that reads like script filler that they were supposed to, like, go in and edit. And they're just like, uh, they got there the day of the recording. And they're like, all right, this is just what she says. We don't have anything else for her. We can't cut that. Otherwise, she has no lines. She's got to be in it. She's got to <laughs> be in it. Like, this, this abuela that loves me has got to be in this movie. That pantsuit is too on fleek <laughs> to not put in this film. Uh, Jake is a four to one underdog, which infers he's lost a shit ton of fights. If some barely in shape newcomer is a four to one favorite. Yeah. Yeah, This guy's like 45. (laughs) He's not that well in shape. He is a four to one. No one knows shit about him. He's just a guy. It's just a guy, which means Ron Marchini was getting his ass handed to him for like weeks before this. Um, they start fighting. 
Jake slaps him around a bit. Everything is slowed down to make it look like Marchini can still fight. Uh, noticeably, right? Like, everything's slow mode. He is, uh, everything's edited super quick. Yeah. You don't really see him throw any punches or kicks. We we have to give, it's not Seagal level bad yet. It's, it's close. Oh, he can still stand up. <laughs> yeah, he can still, he can still stand up. Um, Latino, yeah, <laughs> you just reminded me. We were talking about Beyond the Law. I think there's a scene where he's, like, sitting down when the main character comes in, and then he stands up, they show a shot of his legs, and then he's just standing. So you know, yeah. like, they showed somebody else standing up, and then they just shot him as they stood him up. Um, anywho, the crowd... Oh, yeah, 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 okay. So uh, the Latina housewife gives an emphatic, ah, e, yes. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, the there's, crowd a, that all- there's a real, it's like the, most of this movie was filmed with like neighbors who complained about noise. Because people yeah. do not get very loud in this movie at all. And she's oh, just like, right. ah, yeah, ah, yes, yes. And, it's like, and they're all okay. kind of cheering quietly, but then they're they're like booing him quietly at the beginning. <laughs> then they're cheering him because it's assumed they all bet against him if he was a four to one underdog. Oh, yeah. But now they like love him because he's I don't know. He's kicking this guy's ass because he's losing them all money. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, you, for people who don't understand betting for this guy to sit at four to one odds, a lot of people have had to put money on him. It's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. This whole room is presumably the betting pool yeah so they're gonna put a lot of money on this random person and then ron martini works him over with a series of slaps slaps and kicks a lot of slaps and then they're cheering it doesn't make any sense and kind of like comical like throwing his hands up like what do you want from me just kicking this guy's ass uh the latina housewife oh so he beats him yeah uh then the latina housewife hands jake a cut kisses him on the cheek tells him not to forget her yeah, and he's like, going on here? <laughs> he's like, don't worry, I already have. He's like, he's like, don't worry, if we've made love, I'll remember you every time I I have sex with another woman. That's how it That's works. Right. That's how it works in the old dome. I, I mashed you all into one woman that I've had sex with. <laughs> Maria Loon. Maria Loonifer. <laughs> um, Pike is wheeled into the operating room where Colombian military and Oh, yeah, we we flashed a pike. Uh, he's wheeled into the operating room where the Columbia military and Agent Boyden are. Uh, mystery man enters Gan's office. Gan pleads with him and is shot to death. And. OK, goodbye. One, Gan. one thing, Queen B, uh, that's Jennifer's code signal, Queen B. She gets the walkie talkie and she like kind of holds it for a second and like looks at it like she's like, I don't know how to use this. Like yeah. the actress is just like, uh, I, uh, I'm gonna hope for the best here. I'm gonna press this button, but she looks so confused and scared holding this. And then Bert yeah. Ward, this is the scene where I was like, why will nobody yell in this? Like he's just like, hey guy, it doesn't have yeah. to be this way. It's fine. Don't worry. It's good. Well, everything <laughs> will be okay. What are you doing? Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Ah, ah. Because they're shooting me. it in an apartment between a it's like the second floor apartment it's like someone under him and over him and he cannot it's a second floor apartment the, the people below him that that guy works nights yeah <laughs> so he's, he's asleep during the he's day. pissed off <laughs> yeah. to the left is a retiree who complains about everything to the right newborn baby 
So yep. they got to keep it down. They got to keep it down. Yep. And a woman above him is a Peruvian woman with night terrors that <laughs> tends to uh, scream in the middle that, of stuff. That wandered into the scene where Ron Martini was fighting. <laughs> they put her in the movie. They and just they put her in part of the movie. So uh, after Gan is shot to death in his office, a window explodes. Okay. So I guess he exploded too. Well, that's because he was. That's because people are smoking inside the hospital, which we see. And you just smoke in a Colombian hospital, and that's a movie wrap on Burt Ward. Sick. Expert level bags securing. He's on the box. Good for him, dude. Beautiful. They, we love. They had to drug up uh, Batman to keep him around, but yeah. <laughs> but Robin just bailed. But Burt Ward, we are probably 13 minutes in the movie, and he's done, and he's on the box. That's right. Beautiful. Love it. Good for him. Uh, nurses and patients are shot by some masked men with like gas masks on and stuff. And then Pike at some point puts on a gas mask and then kidnaps Agent Boyden. And they bail. Uh, Which, why does he put on a gas mask? I don't know. There's no gas in there, right? Where does this gas mask come from? I'm assuming they they gave it to him when they stormed the this operating room. But what's the point when there's no gas in the hospital? Why didn't they wait till he got his spleen fixed? That's a good point. <laughs> this whole movie, Estrada is slowly dying from a ruptured spleen. That explains his erratic behavior and why he it needs does. constant massages. <laughs> well, he's always grunting. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> uh, Slim Shady Henchman, who uh, I will call... Joe, his- his name Arian is Albino. <laughs> Aryan Face? His name is Aryan Face. <laughs> Chris Host, who we have previously known as Joe. Half Blackface. Half Blackface, maybe. Half Blackface. Half Blackface. You have not seen Omega Cop, do yourself a favor. You will know exactly who we're talking about when you see Half Blackface. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a big deal in that movie. Uh, he is giving Pike a karate chop massage. This is the first shot we get of him. He's like... Just doing, yeah, just karate chop himself. He doesn't Very have bad. any lines in this movie, does he? He has one, but I didn't put it in. <laughs> Essentially zero. I think it's when he goes to check out the cave and he turns back. He's like, they're not here. Oh, oh no, yeah. wait, he has another line where he's like, Willie Boy's the one. Yeah, that's the coming up. Yeah, Pike getting massage from this dude. Willie Boy's the one. <laughs> uh, Yes. Answers door and relays a message. Willie Boy's the one. Pike says his time's over. Uh, are we supposed to know who Willie Boy is? No, I don't. I don't know who Willie Boy is. And Joe, nobody's credited as Willie in the credits. I think that's Bill Digger. Is he Willie Boy? Because William no. Willie Bill. No, Bill Digger is Joe Estevez. I know. So who is Willie Boy? He's this oh, guy yeah. that they go to kill. That's right. That's right. All the which is like from a different movie, like carrying on the trend of like some random scene thrown in that does yeah. not have to be there. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Willie cheats. That's right. I remember Willie now. Cheats. Willie yep. cheats. He's a cheater. Bike or Pike and Aryan face enter the nightclub and demand to see Willie boy. Pike says it's payback time, Willie. Willie says, what are you talking about? I don't know you nothing, senior Pike. Pike says, I ought to kill you right now, Willie. You shouldn't have done it. That was a big mistake. And I have no fucking idea. What, he didn't know, what did he do? <laughs> what did Willie boy do? He's he did something. It is, he he's upset the one. Pike somehow. We know. He's he did the it. one. We've established one thing. Whatever it is, he did it. <laughs> we don't know what it is. 
Clearly and, pissed him off. And the it, crazy thing is Willie doesn't seem to know. He's like, what did I do? <laughs> he's like your, your mom storming and he's like, Joseph. And you're like, whoa, uh, what's going on here? What did I do? What, what did I do? About? We're just some random guy I haven't seen in like five years. Like, what the hell, man? I'm like, uh, what? DVS kicks down your door. Yeah. He's like, hey, Joe. You know what you did. I don't have to say it out loud. And you're like, I really would like it if you did. <laughs> I'd consider it doing me a solid if you did say it out loud. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, he sucker punches Willie, and they fist fight a bit. Pike yells at Willie Groupie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Willie Groupie shouts out, get him, Willie. And Pike's like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Pike goes into Willie's place and is mad. People are rooting for Willie. Right, like, they don't know you. Why would they root for you? You're just some guy who can't, like, they're all hanging out with <laughs> Willie, and then you just come in and start wailing on him? Yeah, they were having a great time, uh, and then you just ruined it. Willie pulls a gun, Pike disarms him, and proclaims the streets are his before shooting Willie. But before, he- before he disarms Willie, he's, he accuses Willie of cheating. Yeah, so we know it's there's something, some cheating... There's some honor between thieves. No, because he's cheating because he pulled out the gun. Oh, that's right. Yes, he it, cheats. Right. It, that's cheating. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, this is a street fight. Yep. He and then we get, our, we get our first instance of gaslighting, Joe. Uh, is it, are we at Agent Boyden yet? We are at uh, a title screen coming up that just says, movie so good, which I contend it is oh. not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we, Jeff and I, and the only version you guys will be able to find on YouTube is hosted by these two, like, millennials types or Gen Z. No, you I, can't do this to millennials because that's who we, we are. are yeah, we are millennials. Yeah, we are millennials. Yeah, we want to be these people so bad. <laughs> but anyway, they're, like, introducing the film and, like, you know, talking about it and intercutting it and stuff. But it sucks because they've edited out all the cuss words. The cuss words, yeah. And there's cuss words. I don't know what they are. One of them's definitely Kulo. It, yes, <laughs> one is definitely Kulo, which I laughed so hard that they cut out Kulo. Because they're, like, they're, like, uh, like, the woman is, like, Hispanic who hosts this. Yeah. So she was, like, no, 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 we can't have Kulo in this. Right. Ayla's going to see it. <laughs> um, Pike. Uh, no, 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 Pike's Pike's done. Uh, then we get Agent Boyden, who is brought to a secluded compound. Okay, but it's like somewhere. broad daylight. Yeah. Somewhere they drive her somewhere. They're just they're just showing her driving again. A time where they're just like, just it's a rolling. very long driving just, scene. <laughs> just keep rolling. one of two very long driving scenes in this movie. It's very long. Very. Uh, then we get Jake, who is fly fishing. Jeff, this is, remember when I texted you and I was like, it starts off kind of slow. <laughs> yeah, I this is what I was thinking of. Yeah. But dude, you're going to hit a point <laughs> like 18 <laughs> minutes in and here it is. So Jake is fly fishing. When a man approaches and taps him on the shoulder, Jake flips him over his shoulder and down into the mud, like down yep. the ravine. And we see none other than Joe freaking Estevez with like a hairpiece. I am pretty sure. Joe Estevez of Samurai Cop 2, Deadly Vengeance? Correct. <laughs> Joe Estevez of the Estevez clan? Uncle of the to Charlie Sheen? Infamous Estevez <laughs> clan. Uh, one of two that kept his last name. <laughs> uh, but here's, here's the thing. Again, Ron Martini loves to do this. They start mysterious. Just showing the feet. 
just showing him they don't show who he is. We don't know who Joe Estevez is. We don't know if he's a good guy or bad guy. They could just show it's Joe Estevez. Rob Martini loves to not show people that we don't know who they are to start with. Yeah, this is very similar to the uh, Jungle Wolf 2. Joe, they're all the same. Yes, it's Jungle Wolf 2 with Jim. Who the hell are you? Yeah, No, we don't know either who who he is. Nobody knows. We're all learning at the same time. Um, so Joe Estevez calls out Jake for the very rude welcome. It's like, yeah. that's rude. <laughs> Why'd you Maybe do that? don't sneak up on somebody and, and put their hand on their shoulder. A guy you know is a psycho killer. That's the reason you're going to see him. Yes. Uh, Estevez asks if he's caught anything yet. Jake says, no, not yet. Uh, that will come into play later, by the way. Uh, Estevez offers a job, a simple pickup and delivery. Jake asks, papers or pizza? Hey. Estevez <laughs> skips right over that and asks if he remembers Sergeant Boyden. Uh, Jake does a quick impression of the sergeant, kind of comes off a gruff, hard ass. And uh, then, I don't know if he does a quick impression or just remembers words that he says and says them flatly. Yeah, it's not a great impression. <laughs> He's like, you are not a civilian anymore. This is the United States military. Go, go, go. And they're like, go, ha. private, go. They're like, that's so him. You fucking nailed it. Got him. It was like it was like the Sarab, uh, the, like the samurai cop impression yeah. of Pi- of uh, hi, what's his name, Roma. Yeah, he's just like oh, he's always got something. He's like ah, you you guys, you guys are you guys are really getting my goat. Ooh, I am so mad. And they're like ha, ha, fucking ha, nailed ha, it. Got him. <laughs> Woo. He will never. Uh, that would up. be that would be great if like uh. Uh, Sergeant Boyden kind of like popped his head out of the fucking tree and was just like standing there angrily. <laughs> um, Estevez asks if he remembers Sergeant Boyden. Uh, oh, yes. Jake says he was quite a man. Quite a man. Yes. Quite a man. Uh, hard cut to the fishing bobber, which is now used as a dialogue transition. Because <laughs> then <laughs> Jake says, well, now that that's over with. <laughs> Now that, now that we've gotten done messing around and catching up, what do you want? Yeah. It's like, why did they cut to the bobber? It makes no sense. Well, the best part is not, it doesn't just cut to the bobber. It's It lingers. It lingers on. Like, you have to, like, sure, have them talking. See, okay, I feel like we do this from time to time. We're like, okay, let's make this movie competent. Cut to the bobber. They're talking. Bobber is still there. It fades out, fades back into another conversation. But just like cuts to the bobber, silence, and it cuts back to them. Like it's and he's literally saying, "Now that that's done, yeah, (laughs) it's so ridiculous." Or or do a time lapse on the bobber where you can see the day transition. You know, like something to show a passage of time. (laughs) Because this is just like literally anything. It's just like a few seconds have passed. Yeah. Um, Estevez says uh, Boyden had a daughter and uh, Jennifer. Oh, her name's Jennifer. And explains her kidnapping and Pike's background and his role in all this. Uh, Jake asks why he can't just use one of his guys. And Estevez asks him if he remembers Edwards. Uh, And he says, yes, he does. Edwards is described as a little stiff, uh, but a straight shooter. We'll we'll figure out what that's supposed to mean later. Um, We get a cut scene to Edwards running through the jungle with a rifle in hand. 
Well, we uh, know at the end of the movie it's Edwards. Right now I'm like, is this who is, is this, this guy? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think this is Edwards. It's yeah. This is the first time I had to assume. I'm like, okay, this has to be Edwards. Yeah. Uh, Estevez says he sent Edwards in five days ago, but he's concerned. He hasn't heard back, and he fears he's gone a little Colonel Kurtz on him. <laughs> Uh, he's like, really? I'm afraid, you know, mountainous skulls, the whole bit. <laughs> the whole deal. You mind yeah. going and checking it out for me yeah. so I don't have to? Yeah, you definitely haven't, you know, done things vaguely similar to that twice. So I'm going to trust <laughs> you to go go in there and, and do that. Right. Uh, Estevez says Jake was the best the agency ever had. And that wrong! <laughs> Flat out wrong. And we're, as if you've... If, you haven't watched this movie. We're holding the sins of Steve Parrish to Jake Turner for a very specific reason. And yeah. this movie tells us to do it. Yes. But he's yeah. not the best agent. He has defected twice. Well, he killed the head of the agency in the last movie. That's <laughs> true. That's true. He killed. Uh, what's his face? Uh, why am I playing? Carruthers. Uh, Carruthers. Yes. Thank you. He kills Carruthers in the last movie. <laughs> They're just like, hey, you mind coming back? Yeah. They're like, that was a long time ago. Maybe you won't kill one of our guys this time. Who knows? Your, your son's like 22, you know. His we son sent a, is not involved. Can we like, talk about that? Dude, his son has disappeared from this universe. Gone. They sent his son over to be a special agent in Iraq, and now he tortures people for Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> and just like his father. <laughs> Yeah, all the signs were there when he was 10. Uh, <laughs> Estevez, no, wait, actually, it's only been like a few years. He's like 13 now, like, but they yeah. sent him anyway because he's like the most badass person. They yeah. can find he's anywhere. a complete psycho. It's because his, his uh, moral centers of his brain haven't completed <laughs> being made yet. Those just kill anybody. It's that it's that perfect spot in between, <laughs> yeah. you know, complete maybe, insanity and maybe, just statism. Maybe. OK, theory. So we've established the Martini Cinematic Universe, Ron Martini, Steve Parrish, White Death Machine, Jake Turner, uh, John Travis, all the same character, right? Maybe he was a white, he was made a white death machine as a youth and his brain was in a spot of arrested development. And that's why he'll just fight for whoever is the one that's most recently nice to him. Okay, yeah. that's that's you know that's how it works it's like you know that's how they control the death machines is is you know being kind to them maybe i don't know and the the Viet Cong were kind to him so guess what he's a vac now the communists yeah. in central america were kind to him now he's a he's a uh a, a freedom fighter that is why in death machines when he goes into the diner and he is given a free sandwich <laughs> he loves jesus he, he suddenly becomes, yeah, a Jesus guy. And he doesn't kill the guy who works yeah. inside. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Estevez says that he will pay Jake handsomely uh, $50,000. Ooh, buddy. $50,000. And he says, uh, Steve Parrish slash Jake Turner says, I got one question. And Digger's like, what? He's like, what kind is she? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, you know, two kind. It was, you know. Had a had a Latina kind, had a Vietnamese kind. <laughs> what, what kind is she? Yeah. <laughs> what kind? Which one? What, what kind is she? Um. So he's like, there's only one kind I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if you don't know, Ron Martini's a stand for the flag guy. Just so yes. everybody <laughs> That's not us talking. That's Ron Martini no. talking. Go back and watch the other episodes. You will get a sense for how he feels. Um, he calls he calls people frequently calls uh, uh minorities uh animals. Jungle minorities. <laughs> jungle minorities animals. He frequently calls them that. Yes. Uh a pan- oh, and he doesn't like them camping. <laughs> yes, he hates them camping. Um suddenly Jeff, the pole starts to move, and Estevez turns into a panicky father. Take it easy. Take it easy now. Don't pull too hard. <laughs> I love the idea that Ron Martini has, or Steve Parrish has never fished before, it, which actually what happens in the scene, it kind of lets credence that he's it's never fished. It's fucking possible, yeah. because he reveals, um, to uh, first he reveals Estevez's name. It's Bill. That's important, but this next part is more important, because he lifts up the pole, and there was never any bait <laughs> or nothing. hook. It's just the floater. It's just the bobber. Bobber, baby. And he says, and uh, Digger says, how are you going to catch a fish without a hook? And Joe, how do you catch a fish without a hook? Patience. Thanks, Han. Not an answer. <laughs> uh, he pulls the old Fast and Furious Han. He's like... <laughs> Here's the thing about catching a fish without without a hook. Some people think you need a hook, but in reality, when you take a look back at your life, you realize that all the fish you've caught, really all you needed was patience. It's like, oh, wow, you said a lot to not say anything. Thanks. <laughs> Bill somehow still wants him on this mission. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bill's like 40K. Yeah. <laughs> when you get her back. <laughs> negotiated it down. Half now, half later. Yeah. 40k half now half later also leave me your id or something so i know you're not gonna skip out do you have a contact to point a contact number we can call if you get lost (laughs) uh jake reveals yeah so just so that doesn't get his name is bill Mm -hmm. uh meaning oh jeff okay this is the other part of this he sat there for hours so there is the part of this where he's doing this seriously and he thinks that it's you know he can actually catch a fish with fucking patience But He's there's another, in the middle of the jungle for a bit by himself. There's another explanation that implies that he sat there for hours waiting for a friend to come up <laughs> so he could pull this prank. <laughs> and once the friend came, he flipped him. He's like, he's all set up. I'm going to throw him in the mud. Then I'm going to trick him with the him fish. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe give him a concussion. That's what um, makes it a bit better because it makes you more gullible. Right. <laughs> okay. We cut to Edwards who infiltrates the compound. Okay, successfully. Remember Crazy Edwards? He made it. He made it. He's captured immediately. And he has, <laughs> his hand is glued to the trigger, even as this gun is being ripped from his hands. He does dude. not. Dude, this guy's shell-shocked, right? I wrote <laughs> awful trigger discipline. He holds onto his gun by the trigger. He, like, won't let go. This guy could basically fire the gun off just by pulling on it, because he's just, the the trigger is, like, where all of his, like, the strength of his hand is going, is into his trigger finger. And the gun is, like, aimed toward his face and the other guy's face, <laughs> yeah. like, in the same area. And this is where we realize it's weird that all the Colombians look like Filipinos. Probably nothing. <laughs> Probably nothing, right? They're all Asian. Um, because this next best scene, which is the best scene, in my opinion, <laughs> we have an Asian woman and an Asian man who are bringing Jennifer food and water, I guess. Uh, the Asian woman is worse than any porn actress we've covered. I would attest. <laughs> she is she's one of awful. the worst actresses. 
and given the movies that we've seen, I mean, we've seen some bad actresses. We've seen porn actresses. Ronda yeah. Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Uh, Jeff, we had, uh, oh, what's his name? Crazy old Samurai Cop 2 villain. Oh. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> A lot of bad actors in this, but she takes the cake. She takes the cake. She says, eat. I will give you a bath later. Senior Pike likes his women clean. Which she's going to give her a bath later? Yes, but they don't show it. Because Jennifer says, go to hell. And the Asian woman says, tough, eh? And then the weirdest thing I have ever (laughs) seen happens. Asian woman (laughs) whispers to the man who proceeds to go over to Jennifer's bed and forcefully smear food on her face. Rubs like tomato soup on her face. Jennifer yells, stop it. <laughs> and then flips the bowl onto the man's head, who then goes, oh, smears the and it's, food. Yeah, down his face. And his name's Carlos. And Carlos got worked over. Carlos is no longer a part of the agency because he got destroyed by a bowl of tomato soup. Yeah, he's, he's like melting. He's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> And then Jennifer says, knock it off, jerk, which is like her favorite name for psychotic men that kidnap her. <laughs> she's, the name, she's like, your name is Carlos J. Gonzalez. The J is for jerk. Jerk. Uh, the man almost backhands her, but the Asian woman calls him off. And she's like, the jerk store is calling. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're <laughs> all the most, out of you. It's like the most half-assed like, hand slap. Like He lifts it like an inch off his knee. <laughs> like, yeah. He never even gets to the full, you know. He just basically, he like twitches, basically. Basically. And they're like, hey, that kind of looked like he was going to hit her. Let's keep that in the movie. Um, we get another great scene after this. Pike is lifting weights in his gym, and a gang member towels him off <laughs> slowly. I don't understand the relationship between him and his guys. <laughs> he's like a cool boss. You know, he's a cool boss. You can just speak freely. You can tell him off if you need to. It's like he discovered all these guys when they were like 10 years old and groomed <laughs> them to do this stuff. <laughs> um, Pike says, now there's a bonus for anyone who can touch my face. And Pike. Albino's like, I'll do it for free. <laughs> no bonus needed, sir. Uh, Pike puts on his track jacket, bright blue. And fights his men one by one while Edwards watches, horrified. He's hanging from, like, the ceiling on a hook. Uh, Has he tried just getting his hands out of the chains like Dom does? Right. Yeah, why does he just break it? <laughs> yeah, why does he just break it? Duh. Has this guy not even seen Fast and Furious? Ben Diesel's like, I'm turning this trash off. <laughs> He's like, um, yeah, even realistic. <laughs> Pike works him like a body bag. I laugh so hard because Joe's not being metaphorical. He literally works him like a body bag. Yeah, just like kidneys, kidneys, kidneys. Little right, little left, little right. Yep. Eventually punching him off the hook. Yeah. Which is wild. Uh, I would call that 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 little clip uh, off the hook. Off the chain. Off the the chain. Jake is sitting in a bar alone. No, Joe. (laughs) You're told again that the movie is so good. Oh, that's and right. And Jake's at the bar. Jake this is sitting in a bar. Movie that actively gaslights you. This edition. Yep. It's like <laughs> it's like body bag scene ends. This movie is good. You're liking this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that was a 
ASMR, Joe. I, Jake, I think you might have a second career. Hey, hey, hey. Jake is sitting in his bar, a bar, alone, with four beers in front of him. Is this the first time we see Martini drink in one of these movies? I think yes. it is. Yes. Because yeah. he would not defile his body that way. That's right, but he is now. He's over the hill, baby. Yeah, he's, he's all washed up, and he's just looking for something. To, uh, one last score to remind him how it feels to live. That's right. Uh, Jake says, so what do I do now? Uh, or no, so what do I do? Sergeant Boyden, Digger, Edwards, and an ancient name, Jennifer. That's the trouble with getting older. It's always the responsibilities. For me, it's the back pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets me about getting older. It's the constant back pain. But yeah, I guess what, responsibility. What the fuck's that about? <laughs> um, well, Joe, hold on. This is this is the cut down edition. He goes, this is the full edition. He says, I, I looked this up. So what do I do? Sergeant Boyden, Digger, Edwards, and an agent named Jennifer? That's the trouble with getting older. It's always the responsibilities. It's always another Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> The bartender or the waitress stops by is like, uh, yeah, we only have IPAs. It's like another, another Vietnam. No, do you know why he goes to this bar? They have his favorite beer there. It's called Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what are you going to have? Another Vietnam? Another Vietnam. <laughs> uh, Jake starts hallucinating Bill's voice, telling him he's the best. But the voice is staticky and echoey. Uh, well, eventually you got, he says, this is him narrating. Well, eventually you gotta say no, Jeff, full death scene of Maria from Jungle Wolf. <laughs> so this is Jake Turner is Steve Farish established. This is, this is the scene. This is where I texted you. I was like, Jeff, this is the most insane thing we're ever going to cover because it means he is Steve Parrish. Or. 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 Alternate or. example for you, Joe. Mm -hmm. He is the guy who handed Murdoch the sniper rifle. Because we don't know that he's Martini in this scene. We just know that he's in this scene. And that he's not mm -hmm. Murdoch. And that he's not Maria. Can't so be Maria. <laughs> Maria's dead. Maria's dead. Spoiler alert for two movies ago. <laughs> Maria's dead. <laughs> Maybe he's one of Murdoch's boys. It's 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 interesting because now Murdoch is Pike because that's the other interesting part of this scene is that they show Murdoch clearly. Yes. <laughs> this is like in Jade's Island Bob Strike Back where they have like Jason Lee play multiple characters where you're like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is going on here? Um. So, so yes, yes full flashback from Jungle Wolf. We get dream music in the background, sepia tones. We see Murdoch, who we now know is Pike, shooting her, uh, Maria. Apparently, this is another great part of the scene. Apparently, she gets shot in the head because they slow motion it down. And you and see a chunk of her fucking temple yeah. fly off. I saw that, too. Like, the splatter came from her head. Ooh, <laughs> that oh, fucking must hurt. Did they kill a woman? Is that what happened here? I think they did. I think they did. And then... Uh, Ron Martini. Well, do you know why Ron Martini, why this was in slow motion? He was yes. going through it and he was like, Murdoch couldn't be the shooter. It's like her head goes back into the left. To the left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we also see Steve Parrish, who we now know as Jake Turner, running to her, running to her side. Murdoch Pike, Steve Jake are they stare each other down. Just just to reaffirm, they saw each other. Yes. As different characters. <laughs> Uh, Jake is Steve, which is incredible. That's in my notes. I this is like three times. <laughs> so is he on the run? Is that why he's Jake Turner? But he can't be on the run because Digger calls him Jake, doesn't he? Yes. The, so that's the other part, because Jake knows Digger knows him as Jake. Yeah. And he knows that he worked in the agency, much yeah. like uh, his black friend from Jungle Wolf 2. Knew yeah. that he was in the agency, but as Steve. As Steve. So he's living a double life. There's yeah. something going on here. Is is he double dipping? The, is he so deep cover that he's double dipping the payroll as Jake Turner and Steve Farish? It's possible. This might be a Tyler Durden situation. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> uh, I was, so, yeah. Joe. So he called uh, another Vietnam. He called yeah. uh, what was it? San Sebastian, another Vietnam. Now he's remembering this again. Is this another another Vietnam? This is, is it another just, another. Is it, is it just Vietnams all the way down? It's been Vietnams the whole time. The whole it's been time. a series of Vietnams. Alternate theory, Joe. He's still in a coma in that Vietnamese village. In that bamboo cage. When <laughs> yes. he tried to break through it, he hit his head on like the bamboo, knocked himself yeah. cold. He's slowly dying in a Vietnamese village in the Vietnam War right now. And just now. living a life yes, with uh, with Snaker and fucking... You know, it's why it's the same four or five actors. Those were guys in his troop. Yes, that he saw get, like, <laughs> murdered and killed, like, yes. tortured and murdered. It's and like, he's bringing like... them back to life. And it's actually a really sweet tale about how, yeah. like, a guy can, like, bring his dead friends back to life. For decades. He can live a full life for decades as his brain is slowly dying. In this but... case. Yes, in this cage. So, Joe, I submit Steve Parrish never left that cage in Vietnam. Quite possible, Jeff. And it's I, like, why, I like the theory. It's why Joe Estevez keeps showing up. I'm sorry, uh, uh, J- Meyer, the guy who plays uh, Strata, not Estevez, yes. sorry. That's why he keeps showing up in increasingly antagonistic roles. Because yes. that's that's it. He's in the cage trying to wake him up. So it's, it's Parrish's subconscious like being like, he's attacking us. So he's coming back in increasingly antagonistic roles. Yes. Yes. I like it. Um, Alternate theory, Jeff. He lost his mind. He had his mind wiped clean after Vietnam. He was put in the death machines program. Okay. Okay. He become. are you in? I'm in. (laughs) Do you like it? He's, he, he becomes a death machine, a mindless person with no future, no past, but these things keep coming back. They keep coming oh, in. They keep... I'm guessing Death Machines is between the Steve Parrish franchise and this Jake Turner franchise. Well, and Jake I... Turner is at the beginning, which I'll get to later, of what leads into the John Travis song. John Travis song. He's constantly so changing identities. What if it's like a Winter Soldier situation where, like, the Death Machines, he keeps getting put back in and getting pulled back out and mm-hmm. told different things in different realities? So he's just told... That this is what's going on, and then eventually he snaps, and that's the Omega and Karate Cop sagas. That's right, and they play that uh, uh that song to like cue him back into being a death machine. The um, yeah, what's the one from Jungle Wolf? Oh <laughs> God, like? I forget, but it's it's a banger. I forget how it goes. I can just tell you, it's a banger. Um, 
so Jake wakes from his sleep. He's been nightmaring. He's like, <gasps> wakes up in a panic. Uh, it is he's late for his meeting with Bill. So he knocks on Bill's door and shouts, "Bill, okay, you win. I'm going. I'm going." And he does this all super awkwardly. So it's I don't the most know if he's trying delivery. to joke him. Like, yeah. And also, he sleeps in his full outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Face down on the mattress, full outfit. But yeah, he's like, Bill, okay, you win. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> and then he doesn't answer the door, so he's like, okay, I'll break in. So he yeah. breaks in. Uh, he finds a tape recorder on the bed with the recording from Bill telling him he's gone to meet a supplier in Barranquilla. Bill is in an empty, dark train station, uh, presumably in Barranquilla, freaking out. He's freaking out, which I kind of understand. It's yeah. Uh, actually, it's not a train station. It's like a warehouse or something. But for some reason, I thought it was a train station at first. Uh, Bill says, five more minutes and I'm out of here. He's scared. A slithery voice emerges from the darkness, Jeff. The voice says, what is your hurry, Mr. Digger? <gasps> Bill says, who said that? Where are you? And a man this in a ponytail. This guy is way too high strung. <laughs> <laughs> He's way too high strung. A man in a ponytail emerges. Jeff. This is Snaker. <laughs> Snaker baby. He has been waiting. Snaker's been waiting in the darkness. Uh, ponytail says, patience is a virtue, Mr. Digger. As we know, Snaker is a man of patience. He loves to be waiting. It's his number one attribute. Is He likes to remind people that patience is a virtue. He's like, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Uh, Bill threatens to cancel the deal, but a large-breasted woman in a scant top pulls a gun on Bill. Her name is Zena, and she collects the money and, quote-unquote, takes care of Bill. <laughs> Which could, given this outfit, could mean a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> mm. uh, Jake Turner takes the short bus to his motel in Barranquilla. Oh, he, Joe. Yeah? Bag secured. Movie yeah. rap. Yeah. Isn't that a movie rap on Joe Estevez? He's done. He's gone. Bag secured. One third of the way through the movie. He is so gone that he doesn't even, like, write it in until the end. Like, like, there's no explanation. He's just, like, got a gun pointed to him. He's taken care of. And that's it. And there, there's a throw-off line. They're like, where's Digger? Oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> there's no, like, Digger in the, in the thing with Edwards or with Boyden. There's no, like... Tying him, there's, oh, he's dead. And Jeff, what is Ron Marchini's reaction? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, cool. Cool. All right, one less person to worry about. One less person to track down. But that's, uh, that is a movie wrap on two out of the three names on the box. The ones that might catch your attention. Yeah. Uh, now we're left with the rest. <laughs> Ron Marchini, Michael E. Bristow, Chris Ost, Joe Meyer, the Marchini primetime players. Yep. Um, Jake Turner takes the short bus to his motel. Oh, in no, Bar- Joe. We, oh. St- sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, this whole argument uh, about Digger is a money for guns operation. So it's once again, just like a cash flow issue from the CIA is getting their agents killed. Because that's exactly what happened to Carruthers. Yes. It was a cash flow problem. And then also, um, this is where Zena is like, clearly nobody told her she was supposed to be mean. Because he hands her the bag and she just meekly goes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 
Yeah, this is the woman that kills him, apparently. Yeah, yeah this is... <laughs> Can you this imagine is the... how that execution went? Uh, excuse me, could you uh, could you just uh, go uh, turn in around. the field there? And turn around. Yeah, don't look at me. No, no that's me fine. Take, no, take this gun. Take this gun. Put Bite down on it. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I need... more like... No, that's fine. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Now beg me. <laughs> Tell me why you should live. That's actually worse. Okay, that's pretty good explanation, but <laughs> that's not good. that's a good reason. But uh, unfortunately, uh, wasn't compelling enough. I am nothing personal. I have a job to do. I, just, I have a job I, to do. You know, uh, you know, he really trusts me. Uh, they really trust me here. I, you know, I I just met you. I can't screw this up. I'm sorry. But I will let you stare at my breasts for a while yeah, if you want. Yes. <laughs> I have, you know, pretty much everybody does. That's why okay. I wear this top. It's you okay. Know? I like it. Okay. I enjoy it. All right. I want your last vision to be a pleasant one. <laughs> Dude, that would be horrifying. Can you imagine dealing with someone like that? I would be like, just please kill me. Stop this. Fucking kill me. That's <laughs> enough. Uh, Jake Turner is in Barakia in his com- accommodations in his hotel. He immediately bitches about these accommodations, which is essentially a toilet smeared with black ink, which is your yeah. background. <laughs> yes. Which, did they, this... How this is what a bad exist? director thinks shit looks like to people. <laughs> it's just a dirty toilet. It's just a toilet that needs a scrub down. That's all it is. It's it's not. It's, it's like ink too. It's like yeah. not even like the right color. Well, what I want to know is is did they have somebody make this toilet look this way, or did they find this toilet and be like, oh, we need to add the shot to show how dingy this hotel is? How could it have been this? What is this stuff? It's just black ink. No, it's 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 mold around the rim that's getting pushed down from when the water goes goes. That through. is so sick though. It's like black mold. Yeah. Usually it's like brown, <laughs> which makes I'm sense. Just tell, I'm just telling you what it is. I'm just telling you what it is. It is a weird toilet, and he does not like it. Uh, Jake is now driving a truck in pitch black darkness to Where'd visit he get the truck. The, I don't know. <laughs> Why did he take the truck there? <laughs> Why is the truck in Baron Kia? Why doesn't he pick up a truck in the city where he starts with? Makes no sense. Um, it's in pitch blackness, though, that he's driving in. <laughs> we for can't a see long time. The fucking headlights. Uh, Jake breaks into this compound for this gunrunner. He's just snapping necks. He's kicking guys into trash cans. And, of course, gets some well-deserved nut shots in there. Dude, loves nut shots. Ponytail. It's Ponytail's compound. He's sucking face in his oh, hot no, tub. We can't skip uh, the karate guy that makes Marcini go make the oh boy face. Like so, he's fighting all the guys from the compound, and the karate guy comes around the corner and is like doing all these karate moves, and Martini just is, makes a face that's like, "Come on, son!" And he like <laughs> and he like shrugs at the camera, like he borderline breaks the fourth wall. He right. kind of like shrugs at it because when he's done with the guy, he does this move, which. I, you're not going to be able to see it, but you know exactly what I'm doing when you hear it. He does that move. <laughs> he, he emphatically wipes his hands, which means he's doing all this as a bit for the camera. Right, yeah. You guys entertained? <laughs> yeah. Malcolm in, middle, Malcolm in the middling this whole movie. Right. Um, then we cut to Ponytail, who's sucking, sucking face. face. Bad angle on Ponytail. <laughs> doing him literally zero favors with his hairline. <laughs> His hairline is fucking chubby cheeks and, and it's shoulders. Like, his hair is like wet, and so it's like sliding. It's like slid but it's over still the ball. Yeah, it's it's real bad. 
Um, it's gross. And he's sucking these two uh, faces of these naked women. Two naked um, Asian women. Like two naked uh, Asian women, yes. yes. This movie was filmed in the Philippines, by the way, but it's supposed to be Colombia. Yeah. 150%. They couldn't afford Colombians. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't. Um, they got that coffee and cocaine money. They don't need to be in a Ron Marchini movie. Right. Uh, points a gun at Ponytail. Silencio, compadre. Cool. Uh, in an un- <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. Like, okay. Uh, in an unorthodox move, he has Ponytail follow him into the gun cellar. Yeah, but he says, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. You've got something I need. Pronto. She's neither short nor sweet. It's like, that's right. not getting to the point. But yeah, he has him follow him into the gun room. And Which he, is weird, right? Because normally you would follow him with the gun. Yeah, but he's duct taped his mouth. Which, Joe, have you ever tried to duct... So he's he's in a hot tub. He is yeah. wet. His face oh. is... Have you ever tried to duct tape something wet? Not happening. It doesn't work. <laughs> so this implies a lost scene where Ron Marchini dries his face off before putting the duct tape on it. Specifically around his mouth. He, like, pats it all off, wipes yeah. it. He's just really gentle. Really and, motherly, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So, Jake starts grabbing guns, grenades, etc. Yellow he, shirts. Yellow shirts. We got lying around. So you, got, you got anything yellow? Yeah. You got anything in a yellow? Um, I'm, I don't like, know. Wait. I'm just drawn to yellow. <laughs> He's like, you got anything yellow? He's like, no, nope, Jake. You're a different person back then. <laughs> Wait, Joe, that'd be great. That'd be great if the the he he gets memories of Steve Parrish, but he only sees them in dreams and he like feels like he's having a psychotic break. He actually is just a completely different person. Yeah. But he just thinks he's starting to believe he's Steve Parrish through some you know connection in the universe. He's had crazy like uh, uh surgery, like cosmetic surgery to like yeah. make his face look like like Marchini. Yes. And Joe, we get Ron Martini's favorite things are back. This is grenades, the first grenades all got, over this movie. From here he's on, like out. you got grenades, I got a fix. Yeah, <laughs> I got like, a hankering. He's like, do you have a crate of grenades? He's like, I'm sorry, did you say a crate <laughs> of grenades? <laughs> Who gets grenades by the crate? Are you the U.S. military? He's like, look, my guy in Stockton would give me grenades by the crate. He's like, I am not your guy in Stockton. I'm sorry. I don't have that many grenades. That is My insane. guy in Stockton had warehouses of grenades. Warehouses. <laughs> Just for me. Just for me. So uh, that's patience. You throw, the, you throw the floater in until <laughs> the fish come by, and you lob a grenade in the water, and that's how you catch a fish. That's the strategy. Yeah. Which, what you didn't see is he's like, how do you catch the fish? He's like, patience. And he like cut the cutscene as it cuts to Digger. And he's like, what are you talking about? Martini holds up a grenade that says patience on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ponytail gets so rigged this up. So this is our hero. Puts a grenade in the antagonist's mouth. Live grenade. Live grenade, pulls the pin, then ties it to his waist so that he cannot run away from it. He says, bitch, you bite down or you'll be living the rest of your life without a head. Well, he gets, he, what actually happened is he got Xena in there and she's like, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to rig this. Hold on. I just need you to sit still. I'm going to tie this up to your to your stomach. Rope. That's not too tight, right? It's not you too don't want to be that's moving okay. around, you know? Yeah, that's OK. OK, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pull the pin on this grenade. It's OK. OK, I'm going to hold I'm going to hold it. Of course. You're biting down. OK, I'm going to tie it here. I'm going to bite down on it. <laughs> bite down on it. <laughs> 
Um, yes, he has a grenade in his mouth. And he's also being walked around the compound in a towel. Like, he didn't even let him get dressed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this is this is some next-level cucking. Um, the soldiers walk near an empty pool. Uh, ponytails, guys. And in the next shot, the pool is full behind them. Full of water. <laughs> same pool. <laughs> I said um, not the same pool. It's, it's possible. Uh, the soldiers catch Jake. He just says, take it easy, guys. And then he runs off. That's literally how this scene ends. And yeah. he's like, take it easy, guys. Yeah. And, <laughs> bolts. and for a split second, he forgets that you can sh- just shoot through wrought iron fencing. Like, he gets to the other side and he kind of, like, just runs parallel, like, parallel to them. So they can just line up a shot. It's like, dude, like no, what is they, he doing? They, they, they just start he's like oh shit um ponytail undoes the grenade from the belt and uh tosses it then he says something that is bleeped uh some cuss word then the soldier says que pasa senor ponytail says que pasa culo (laughs) fucking punches him punch sucker punches him in the jaw as the explosion goes off behind him, pretty badass actually. If they that was, yeah. say Kulo. I, I gave him, I gave him a, a, a an A plus for the uh, the timing of it. Not bad. Uh, yeah, he punches the soldier who dared ask him how he's doing. <laughs> he's like, "How uh, am I doing? How are you doing?" Pops him. Uh, now it's daytime, and Ponytail is tracking Jake in a helicopter while Jake rides in a rubber raft with a motor on the back. Which, Joe, do we learn anything about the details of this rubber raft? Maybe in agonizing detail? I didn't write it down, but yeah, we do. <laughs> I didn't write it down either. He's like, he's like, it, it works well in, in any, ter- you know, uh, shallow bottom, you know, 20 horsepower like motor. A, yeah, 1045 XP motor. <laughs> like he's like bragging about it to one of his buddies. It's like, dude, it's a fucking rubber raft with a motor yeah, on a it. Rubber raft. What are you doing? Get a boat. Be an adult. Uh, Ponytail's name is Hoffman, we find out, and he radios Pike to tell him that Jake is headed for him. Pike asks Arian Face if he knows Jake Turner. Arian Face shakes his head no. Pike tells Hoffman, I've never heard of him. So he, because his name's Steve Farish. He's, it's true. <laughs> That's true. But also, I like that Arian Face is his, like, intel guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like hey, you ever heard of this guy? <laughs> no. I don't hey, think Arian he exists. Face says, yeah, Arian Face says he's never heard of him. I don't think he exists. <laughs> um, Jake narrates again, and we can hear in his narration that he's starting to question the decision to bring a rubber raft instead of an actual boat. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, he's like, one shot. One <laughs> shot and it's all over. He's like, he's like one, one shot and it's all over. That's not good. He's slowly piecing it together. He's like... With an, I'm um, running from an arms dealer. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got a gun or two. Maybe some. He's, he's like some bullets. Hopefully some grenades. God, what I wouldn't give to see in one more grenade. <laughs> and boy, does he. Oh, boy. Uh, Jake. Uh, Jake tells us it's only three hours to sunset, meaning it's been almost an entire day since the compound scene. Which piece Took that like- shit together, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm I am giving up on uh, trying to figure out timelines of things because it never ends well for me. I mean, it would either imply that they were chasing each other all night and the morning and the day of the next day, or 
they stopped chasing each other and was like, truce, truce. Okay. <laughs> Till tomorrow. Um, Hoffman finds Jake and starts firing on him. Can't hit the giant rubber raft. Uh, there's also no signs he's even hitting the water. It's just like no. he's shooting. There's nothing happening in the water at all. I have it's, a theory that parts of these two scenes were filmed separately. And then they're at the end, they got the raft and the helicopter together in like the San Joaquin River Delta somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real safe area. Um, uh, Jake is shooting back. Uh, there's a close up of slow-mo shots going into the water next to the raft. But it's funny because, you know, they close up because it's not actually like it's it's like the raft is maybe parked on the side of the water. Like the it's like parked on it's, the side. Just yeah, it's just kind of hiding. Yeah. And then they're just like throwing rocks next to it. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's um, pretty fantastic. Yeah. This whole scene screams like low budget. Like <laughs> They couldn't fuck this up. Any of this stuff. Um. Yes. Uh, all signs. Well, yep. Okay. Jake hides in the brush. Hoffman hovers right above him in his helicopter. Can't find uh-huh. him. Then Jake takes off and the chase ensues. There's more slow-mo. Okay. Hoffman starts dropping like 50 grenades. <laughs> he's just like. He's just, <laughs> yeah. He's dropping grenades like he's like. Yeah. Like he's just like a little kid just like throwing his toys into the water. He's just like. Ah. Ah, like in a pool. Like he's just like, ah, 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 I've had enough of this. He tosses his rifle. He's like, this obviously ain't going to work. I can't even fucking hit the river. (laughs) Dropping dropping grenades. And uh, yeah, he hits a few of them or like near him. And then eventually he hits the raft, which flips and tosses Jake into the water. Uh Pike tells Hoffman he'll kill him over the radio if he screws this up. But Hoffman calls it a slam dunk. Then Hoffman dumps a grenade into the river. His final grenade drops it in. Jeff, Jake emerges from the river with the grenade in hand. And he Slow motion. It. Throws his hair back. Perfect shot. Into Slam dunk. Slam Home dunk. Touchdown. Home down. <laughs> um, yes, he perfectly places it in the helicopter. Jeff, snake or be exploding. <laughs> Baker be exploded. They Joe, they blew up an actual helicopter for this because I went frame sure by did. frame. Not unlike Against the Dark, where they also blew up a helicopter, but told us it was a hospital. <laughs> Jeff, could this explain perhaps why Jake Turner is not riding a boat? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe a little much of the budget went into exploding yeah. the helicopter. They didn't need to have a real helicopter. The reason I went scene by scene was I was really hoping it was a toy helicopter that they blew up, but it was a real one. It is full sized because it's a full, it's a long shot. They from far away you can see the size of this thing. Yeah. Uh, Jake ruins it with an old man line. Great scene. We can't explain too much, but this is actually a really well done scene. But then Jake Turner ruins it with this old man line. Come on in. The, the water's fine. fine. Jeff, who else do we know that says this? Dads. Maybe a little Brian Cox. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh. Can't even remember the movie. Uh, no, as I'm looking up right now, I can't remember. The hillside bursts into flames as you're looking this up, Jeff. I'm pro- Probably a forest fire <laughs> that occurred here. Yeah. Glimmer Man. That's Glimmer the name Man. Of 
classic. Uh, but Jeff, there was a forest fire there, yes? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Side of a hill. <laughs> they burned down a large portion of the Philippine jungle. Uh, there's no way they could contain that. <laughs> it's just as I'm looking at him, like, oh my god, no. <laughs> what have you done? Uh, Pike asks Jennifer about Jake. She doesn't know. He slams her head into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Arian face watches silently. <laughs> so he's, he's just, it's just such an erratic scene. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. She's like, he's like, where's Jake? Who's he to you? I don't know this Jake guy. He doesn't believe her. Slams her head in the wall. Cuts to fucking Aaron face just, just stoically just watching. watching he likes to watch just internalizing uh pike narrates his way through the forest no it can't be pike it's gotta be jake jake narrates his way through the forest uh yes jake says as the local natives would say place not so far not so far wait 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 wait. okay Joe, i would just like to point out he gets Possibly a top 10 movie line right here. Just absolutely wrecks an entire country with this yeah. line about their logic. So, Joe, place not so far. What does he say? Not so far, my butt. Got him, Joe. It's all over. <sighs> Mic drop. The, Phil- the Philippines are back under American control thanks to that sick burn from Ron Marchini. <laughs> uh, yeah, who's the black cop in Samurai Cop? What's his name again? Leslie Frazier? No. Mark Frazier. Mark Frazier. He does the my butt line, right? My butt, yeah. I'll tell you something. Tell you something about my butt. Got him. Got him. Uh, Jake assesses Pike's compound as peaceful enough, but looks can be deceiving. Jake describes himself accurately as both lucky and crazy. I like the idea that he's like, it's peaceful here. Like, it's going to be some sort of like post-apocalyptic like war town where everybody's like shooting each other, not a standard military base or a place where a guy lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a house. It's just a house. Yeah. Uh, Asian woman. We get her again. She continues her psychological warfare on Jennifer uh, and also butchering of the dialogue. <laughs> Jennifer's had it calls her a bitch short cat fight where Asian woman is knocked over and knocked out. She just gets, like, pushed over off the bed. She gets, she's and done. she's just dead. Yeah, she just falls over, and she doesn't, like, hit her head or anything. No. And um, Ron Martini is like, uh, it'd be here's my plan. I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to get everybody. I'm going to walk out. That'd be crazy if that was my plan, right? And then, Joe, what's his plan? Goes in, <laughs> knocks some guys out, walks right in. Hey, yep. look, keys, keys are right here in this Asian yeah. woman's pocket. <laughs> it worked. How did that happen? Funny how that works. Uh, he uncuffs Jennifer. Then chastises her for making small talk because time is of the, of the essence. He's very he's like he's like no time for small talk. She's like I wasn't small talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, she's just like we don't have time to sit and chat. And she goes, I'm not. She's like, why are you so aggressive? I just met you. <laughs> like she's basically like, who are you? What's happening? Where are we going? And he's like, look, lady, I don't have time to talk. He doesn't even give her a chance to fall in love with him this time. He's he's learned from his past. Like no, there's no. <laughs> He's not interested. He's not going to let it happen. Quit your yapping. Uh, they escape. Jake finds Edwards tied to a wall. Very different interaction, Jeff. There's some sweetness. There's some slowness. Um, Edwards says Bill didn't make it. He's like, okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, not my problem. Uh, Edwards tells Jake. He says, that sounds like a Bill problem to me. <laughs> 
Edwards tells Jake he's ready to brawl, even though he can barely stand on his own. Uh, Edwards stares at Jake with a look that only an ex-lover could conjure, and Jennifer senses it. Jennifer says, can you two macho men kiss and hug later? Jeff, it's revealed. They're ex-lovers. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's, that's, um, Jim was just a cover. Just a cover. Just a cover. Just a beard. Uh, cut to a POV shot, Jeff. No. <laughs> Once again, reminded, Joe. Oh, it's a good movie. Movie so good. So good. Uh, cut to a POV shot from under Pike's glass desk, where it looks like he is getting blown. That would be the assumption, yes? He's groaning. He's, yes. Oh. Uh. Uh, I think he says, ugh, that feels so good. Yeah, he says that feels so good. Uh, turns out it's actually just Aryan face giving him another totally hetero massage. <laughs> yeah, they like they like shift the camera angle away from him so you can see Aryan face giving no, him a, a, a he, No, shot. they don't even shift the camera. Oh, he, he just moves uh, like a Will, or, uh, John C. Riley behind Will Ferrell at the interview in Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> he just pops out. Uh, yeah, then he freaks out because I think he realizes how non-hetero this is. <laughs> and he sends Aryan face to check on the security. It's like, you go check on the security. He's like, all right, whatever. Eventually, you're going to have to tell your parents. That's <laughs> what Aryan face is thinking. Um, Jake, Jennifer, and Edwards are sneaking around the compound with only like eight guards on it. Okay. There's like eight dudes. One of the guards starts firing. Jake starts killing guards. Pike is alerted by the gunfire, grabs his gun. Jennifer and Edwards arm themselves and start shooting guards, too, because they're escaped into the jungle at this point. Yeah, this this part I just wrote lots of jungle fighting. Like, it was just like. And lots of running because, uh, oh, Pike, dressed in a tracksuit, descends in the jungle with his men. Then we get a long jungle chase scene. Jeff, this lasts literally a full four minutes. On interminable. Just classic Ron Martini chasing. Just interminable chasing. No dialogue. Nothing really happening. Just running. Uh, Edwards takes out some guys. Jake blows up some guys. Edwards gets blown up with a grenade launcher, but he gets he keeps going somehow. Okay? So he gets knocked down with a grenade, and somehow he just pops up starts running. Yeah, I wrote that too. He's just like, he gets blown up, but he's fine. <laughs> he's good. He's good. He gets like flipped, and then he just kind of like stands up. Like, he just got got shoved over. Like, he reacts how the woman who Jennifer knocked over should have reacted. Like, he just kind of, like, pops up and is like, ah, I don't like that. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> okay. Bro, dusts himself off, keeps running. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, Jake, and Edwards cross a bridge. The bridge gets blown up, and Edwards is blown to the ground. With his dying words, he cries out, Jake, keep going. Jake doesn't look back. <laughs> And, he doesn't even acknowledge. Nope. And what's great is he doesn't even he doesn't even have a crisis of conscience or anything. And then they make the, the decision real easy for him because they yeah. just pull up Edwards. <laughs> but it's so great. Usually in a movie where like you have this connection with this guy you just saved and stuff. And like there's like some weird feelings going on there. He's like turns back at least. Steve turns back. I'm sorry. Jake turns back and goes. No, or like I don't know, like like uh, Edwards <laughs> or something. Joe, let's let's put it a different way. He cares even yeah. a little bit. Something, 
right? Or just like even turns back and goes, no, I can't. He's gone. You know, yeah. like some struggle. It literally cuts to him running straight forward. Eyes on the prize, getting yep. to the other side of the bridge. He's like, and, well, not going to bring back. Getting mad's not going to bring back Edwards. Je- Jennifer's reaction is great, too, because that really like puts a cherry on top of this thing where she's like, it's a delayed reaction because they make it across the bridge. It's already blown up. She like goes to run back. Like she's going to save him. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, yeah. Jake says he's gone. Probably whatever. Uh, well, who cares? <laughs> Jake. He's realizes, like, if he's not, he'll show up, you know, whatever. He's Edwards, man. Uh, you don't know Edwards. Like I know Edwards. Jennifer's reaction. Sexually. Uh, sexually. <laughs> Um, okay, Jake realizes his gun is empty, uses uh, the other gun to take out 10 guys, his loaded gun. So he brought yeah. two guns. He didn't bring clips. He just no. brought guns. <laughs> you only need uh, two guns. Who needs extra clips? You get re- you finish a gu- you finish a clip of, of bullets and you throw it away. You toss the gun. Gun's done. It, it's like a bottle of water. You recycle it. You move on to the next one. Or a car with a broken GPS system. <laughs> you just you toss just it get away. rid of it. GPS uh, system slash uh, air conditioner. Air vent. <laughs> Pike and Aryan Face continue to chase these two. Pike shoots Jennifer in the arm. Jake takes her into a cave. Pike offers a deal. Pike says, I only want the girl. Jake says, what about me? He is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, going to be real honest with you, haven't thought about a dead wife once when I've been with her, so you can have her. <laughs> uh, he's back on the market, though. Uh, Jennifer says, what? <laughs> Jake says, he tells him to trust it. <laughs> he tells him, just trust me. His, his, his plan is like, just just keep moving. It's fine. Just keep we moving. Keep, let's get through it. Let's get through the script. One take, Wor- baby. Worst case scenario, you change your name. And everybody kind of goes with it. Everyone will go with it. Uh, Jake decides if he can't be Pike's sex slave, then no one can. They go <laughs> further into the cave as Pike tosses a grenade into the cave and it explodes. And But he's fine because Jake Turner will not be taken down by the thing he loves most. No. Great. He cannot be hurt by grenades. No. He can only hurt others. <laughs> That's right. He, he, is a, he has the power over grenades. Yes, he's like an Aquaman for grenades. They speak to him. Uh, Jake and Jennifer are bickering like a married couple <laughs> through this Dude. cave. He's like, keep walking. She's like, well, I, I can't see where I'm going. He's like, I know, just keep walking. She's like, but I can't see where I'm going. He's like, I know, just keep walking. But I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> this is great. She's like, I'm sure I heard water. Jake's like, water? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Who ever heard of water in a cave? <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Jake and Jennifer fall from a hole in the mountainside into a river. And which she, I don't, I don't really understand how that they happens. Would have seen light. They would have been like, oh, there's light there. Awesome. But instead, like, they're just, they're just like, they like get surprised by falling out of this hole in the in the cave. Apparently. Right. Yeah. And the cave, like, I guess, went over a cliffside. I guess. And then was underneath. I don't know. This was so poorly edited. At first, I thought the water was inside the cave. Yeah. I was like, okay, no, wait, nope, this is just a river. Gotcha. It's just a river underneath them. Uh, They both survive. Jennifer says, we were lucky. Jake says, lucky? 
How do you know I didn't have it planned? Jennifer says, just like that boat headed this way. Jake says, hey, maybe we were a little lucky. <laughs> He's like, all right, you got me. You he starts, like, me. I, don't, I don't know what the He's fuck like, I'm doing. <laughs> you're like, oh, boy, uh, she's on to us. She's on to us. Uh, Jake and Jennifer picked up by the are picked up by the boat, and they bicker whether or not to go to the police. This argument lasts for hours because the next scene, they're still talking about it, and it is darkness. <laughs> it's darkness again. It's the most... Actually, like, it goes from daytime to sunset to darkness. It yeah. is the most insane, just like, banter. But I wouldn't even call it banter. It's just like babbling at each other about things. Yeah, and you think like, again, I say this all the time, but you think this is going to like play into the plot a little bit, but like, they don't ever go to the police. The resolution is that they don't go to the police. So like, yeah. why did this argument exist? <laughs> I guess to like explain why they didn't go to the police. Which we didn't care about. <laughs> no, we kind of assumed he wouldn't go to the police. Yeah. Um, she, because she says the local police are corrupt, which I mean, South America, <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, while Jennifer was enslaved though, she overheard Pike's men talking about a warehouse on the edge of the city. So I guess they just drive around the outside of the city until they find it. <laughs> That's, that was what I was wondering. I'm trying to not be as pedantic. Cause that feels like, I'm like, okay, Jeff, just, just go with it. But yeah, he's like, it's on the edge of the city. It's like, which edge? Where are we going? They could have said like a landmark or like someplace. Oh, by the gas station outside the city limits. Oh, okay. Nope. I kind of know what you're talking about. No, just outside, right on the border of the city that is like miles across, I'm sure. Um, Jake, 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 Jake. Jake tells Jennifer to go easy on the bumps. Women drivers, am I right? Hey, got him. It's pitch black now. <laughs> it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah. They've been driving for hours. This conversation is still going on. That needs to be reiterated. Uh, Jake is unimpressed by the warehouse when they arrive. There's only one guard outside. Um, Jennifer says, you know, you might not make a bad cop. Jake oh, wait, said, hold on. He says, this is, this is the thing. He goes, I guess we better go in. And this is the line that impresses her. He's like, uh, I guess we better yes. go in. And she's like, you know, you might not make a bad cop. He, Jake says, please. But Jeff, I would like to prophesize. I believe that he will make a good cop a good, directly after this. A good, a good omega good cop. Omega cop and karate, karate cop. cop. It all ties together. Jake takes out two guards. Then they enter the warehouse full of sleeping bags. Jake says, yeah, this looks like some hot place, all right. Jennifer says, I know the answer's here somewhere. Jeff, what answer? Did I miss something? <laughs> no, this is how the movies go. What's happening? What is this about? Uh, they hide from a guard who takes the elevator somewhere. And then Jake and Jennifer take that elevator down into a room with two guys sorting cocaine. No, three guys sorting cocaine. And she says, I knew it. That's the answer. <laughs> Got him. It's, co it's cocaine. She's like, whoo, I figured it out. Thank God it's not just sleeping bags because I would have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake notices a push broom. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, she sneaks off. Jennifer does. And then Jake notices a push broom 
which he decides to attract the attack the drug dealers with. Jake says, "Sorry, fellas, but you're about to be laid off." Great nice line, Joe. Flat line there. Uh, three drug dealers grab guns, but instead of shooting at Jake, they try to club him with them. Does it work? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's another use they could have for these guns. I think they could have gone a different a different road. But they yeah, go different. the road less traveled. <laughs> they made all the difference. The difference uh, in so far that they got worked over. Right. This fight scene is heavily edited. I do not think Marcini is doing any of these stunts. This is the first this, time I really look at it. This one's a little rough. There's a lot of like close quarters, quick shots, darkness, very dark. Close-ups of punches landing, close-ups of kicks landing. Nothing's yeah. really... It's very dark. It's yeah, very it, dark. Does n- it does not uh, fill me with a great faith that um, Ron Marchini is actually doing this. Yeah, and none of these guys look all that strong either. They're just kind of dudes. Um, Marchini, but at least he did not get a stunt double to crouch like uh, Steven Seagal. Right, right. Uh, Marchini takes out these guys, sets up an explosive... Not on their chest, though, as he would in, in future movies. Well, he learns his lesson. Explosives, <laughs> explosives go on chests. Pike arrives and acts as the voice of the people that purchased this straight-to-video movie. Pike says, Turner, you've cost me time and you've cost me money. <laughs> Which I, I submit are the same thing. Because, yes. Joe, time is money. Hey, look at you. Philosophy. Look at, hey, look at Mr. us. Mr. Philosophy guy. Who'd have thought? Uh, and that's going to cost you your life. It's on. Aryan face emerges from behind Jake, points a gun at him. Jake disarms Aryan face with a series of kicks, grabs mm-hmm. the gun from him. Oh, from the air. Sorry. He kicks the gun out of his air, grabs it like he did that grenade. And then he just fires and shoots the gun right out of Pike's hand. Yeah. And then we pop- cut to. I'm sorry. I was going to say, this is the beginning of Pike just growling a lot. Yeah, he goes... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's making, like, animal noises. Uh, Jennifer is also making noises because she's moaning sexually as she puts <laughs> these explosives around the combat. She's she just does. doing... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like each time. It's a, it's, they it's have a, this, like, stock noise of somebody going... Uh. It's a lot of effort, Joe. Uh, Jake slaps... Aryan face around, which infuriates Pike. Both are taken out by Jake. Yeah, and and uh, before he takes out Pike, Pike's like, I am inevitable. And then uh, and then Ron Martini's like, and I am white death machine. And then he snaps, <laughs> and Pike dies. There we go. Uh, Pike harnesses his chi before taking one last shot at Jake. So now we're in the final fight. Yes. It's actually the second of the last final fights. Yeah, um, I thought this fight was over. That's why I made my Infinity War joke. God. But it's not. <laughs> There's like two more fights. So many fights. Uh, one last shot up at Jake. Lots of hand motions and grunting. This whole like gathering his chi is just like while he's like moving his hands around. Uh. Yeah, and then Jake is just like, he does nothing except crack his knuckles right before he charges him. He's like, waiting, waiting. Pike gets demolished. Pike charges, he's done. Yeah, he goes, that's for my loon, and Maria, and Jim, 
and the black guy in the forest and Cal and Dr. Latimer. It's for all of them. <laughs> for all of them. Um, uh, Aryan face grabs a gun to shoot Jake in the back. Pike cries, cries out, Kong. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, Aryan face is shot in the back by Jennifer and real. It kind of calls back that harkens back to, a. Uh, Marshini's son in Jungle Wolf too. Yeah, where he's the fire. Yeah, where he he shoots Carruthers. Right. Um, Jennifer says, "Okay, we've got sixty seconds." Jake incensed that he was upstaged. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> he's got this like real pent up anger that like he had his life saved by the woman in the movie. Yeah, he's so mad. He's like, women can't do things. Not allowed to do things except to have sex with me, kind of, and then die. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Uh, role. That's your role. Um, uh, Yes. Pike slow-mo runs at Jake. Uh, No, no, sorry. Jen runs off first, scared and confused. (laughs) Then Jake stays back to handle Pike. Pike slow-mo runs at Jake. Jake flying kicks toward him again all very cut because he cannot flying kick yeah uh then like pike like realizes he's running into something and turns his neck perfectly yeah i was gonna say i'm not 100 percent certain that uh the foot wasn't there and pike moved into the foot <laughs> kind of does he's like you can see, yeah as they do the close-up he's like running into a foot and then cracking yeah. and then, um he falls over pike is dead Jake leisurely strolls from the warehouse. Jennifer says, hey, now are you ready? Jake says, now I'm ready. Warehouse explodes. It's been 100 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It's been too long. Jake says, as I said before, half the people in this world are trying to find themselves. And the other half are trying to lose themselves. As for me, I finally know which camp I'm in. That's yeah. it. Could Serious you wrap on the Marcini cinematic universe? Can you imagine a better closing line to Ron Marcini's films? I can imagine a lot better closing lines, Joe. <laughs> Numerous better closing lines. I've seen plenty of them. No, I like it. It wraps it up, man. Not only he was home in the last film, but now this is even deeper. He finally knows what side to be on. <laughs> but where's his son his son is gone (laughs) his son is fighting for saddam hussein his son is fighting for the flag for your freedoms which flag (laughs) we don't know which flag he's fighting for well he's gonna have his moment someday in his uh late 50s when he finds out what side he's supposed to be on yeah right all right joe that's it joe we get closing credits though where we find out that ron has dragged his wife joanne into all this wait what yeah she's the executive producer Joanne, 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 come on. Um, so that's it. Yeah, that's the Martini Cinematic Universe. We've got two more movies in it to watch, but we've seen the vast majority of it. And I am resigned to the fact that we will never find Dragon's Quest. It's mm. just impossible to find on the Internet. Rats. But Murder in the Orient, like I said, there was two copies on Amazon. Now there are zero copies on Amazon. That's unless amazing. you want to buy it on VHS. 
No. <laughs> That's yeah. a VHS player. Yeah. So, Joe, Martini Cinematic Universe over. So, yeah. we got to timeline this bad boy before we get out of here. Okay. So, we've got Death Machines. Mm-hmm. Then we've got uh, Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. And then we've got what I'll just call the Parasaga. Which yes also... and no. But okay. The... Yes. So which movie does not fall in that order? Uh, Jake Turner, Parish movie. <laughs> okay, so we'll do Parasaga, then we'll do Karate Raider. Then it's Omega Cop. Then Karate Cop is... So... Are we moving in when they were released chronologically? No, we're going... Or... We're going what... In what orders is this movie? Do these movies take? Does place? this character? Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, would cause, disagree. Because much like much like Will Smith, much yeah. like Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. much like who else are there? Uh, much like Seth Rogen, Ron yes. Martini is just playing himself. Correct. <laughs> these are all Ron Martini. Jonah Hill playing himself. These are yeah. all Ron Martini, and I yes. believe there to be a coherent universe here. I do. And Jeff, if I had to guess, I would say it begins with him in Vietnam. I think Vietnam did led to all of this. Okay. Like you said, he's still back in the cage in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's still back in the cage. So the first, so that would make the first one, uh, forgotten, forgotten Forgotten warrior, us warrior. Yes. Forgotten warrior moving all the way through to jungle wolf two in that exact timeline. Okay. So forgotten warrior, he gets back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Us military is like, Boy, the Viet Cong did a number on you. Yeah. We've got an experimental procedure. Mm-hmm. See if we can help try to alleviate your PTSD. Yes. And that is... The Death Machines Protocol. Death Machines! <laughs> so it's Death Machines. So his yes. mind is wiped. Yes. His mind is wiped. Joe, this also explains why his child goes from half Vietnamese to Aryan. Yes. Because they just, they're like, this kid cannot be raised by Ron Martini. Let's just put him somewhere else. Yeah. They took the Vietnamese son away and they gave him a stand in son who is also part of this <laughs> mind white program. Okay. So that's that's where we get uh, Zach. Little Zach, yes. So we got Scott Warrior, then we got Death Machines. Then is it uh, Jungle Wolf? I think then Jungle Wolf. Then Jungle Wolf. Okay. Uh, then Jungle Wolf obviously leads into Jungle Wolf 2 immediately. Yeah, those those go immediately into each other. Jungle Wolf straight into Return Fire because he comes back from Jungle Wolf. So then we got Return Fire. So yes. now we have Ninja Warrior. Yes. I submit, Joe, Death Machine, Jungle Warrior, I'm sorry, Ninja Warrior takes place after Death Machines and before Jungle Wolf. The, hmm. because he's recovering from the death machines programming that's why he just hangs out in the forest by himself training interesting okay yes okay yeah i like that and then but he hasn't had a son yet like where's his son uh he is with they jim. haven't assigned him yet <laughs> no his son's with jim with jim okay and jim who is him. ninja jim from ninja warriors <laughs> that's okay yes um okay i like that ninja warriors then we move to the jungle wolves right you get yeah, the jungle, jungle wolf one jungle wolf two yeah then we have it has to be um well we haven't seen them all but it would have to be karate raider it would have to be well karate raider has to come before omega cop because there's a pool in it 
Yes. <laughs> and don't forget, pools are gone. And also, he hasn't been inspired to become a cop with his awesome skills of, like, knowing to go inside of a place that they're investigating. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you're right. So there's that. And then, interestingly enough, Carruthers comes back, right, later mm-hmm. on to be his superior. Yes. In, Omega in this cop. futuristic world in Omega Cop. And then comes Karate Cop. Which ends the franchise, which he gets he, – he walks off into the sunset after the kid's – Got the teleporter mm-hmm. to the new thing. But I submit what actually happened was the kids teleported back in time. And this is all a loop. And Interesting. wait for it. Cal sent himself back in time <sighs> wow. to be his son. Wow. To set him on the path to save them in the future. So I like it. It's a uh, um, Connor. What's his name? I'm totally blanking on his name. John Connor? John Connor. Thank you. It's a John Connor situation. Wow. Wow. I like it. I also like the idea that they again took Zach away, but they replaced him with the dog that became Mick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joe, this is why. Okay. Think about it. So Cal sends himself back in time to be the child. Okay. The child also plays a role in Omega Cop. He does. Joe, Cal goes back in time. So Cal is living a loop. Here's the other interesting thing. Steve Parrish, this whole thing could just be Steve Parrish or whatever his name is. Jack, John Travis, Jack, whatever. Uh, Jake Turner. Jack Dorsey. (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg, whatever his name is. Whatever these are. It's it's all a journey to find his son. Okay. He's chasing his son in Omega Cop. He just doesn't know it. Yeah, he doesn't. He's chasing. Yeah. He finds his son in Karate Cop. Takes a shine to him. Help. Remember, he didn't want to help them until he's like, wait, I've, he, the the orphans. He felt compelled to help the orphans for some reason. And because he sensed, he sensed his son was amongst this this group. Yeah. So yeah. Cal is living in a Cal's a time traveler. Yes. Cal sent the Death Machines protocol back from the future. That's yes. why it's so advanced. Yes. Because that would lead him back to him. Yes. He knew. Setting Cal, off the death machines thing would set him back would bring him back. Joe. I this is no longer the Steve Parrish saga. This is the this is the Cal Parish saga. Cal Parish. Slash Zach Parish. Slash Zach Parish. Because like his father, he changes his name around a bit. Yes. But also, Jeff, end of death machines. White death machines getting on a plane. We don't know where. Could it have been? Vietnam? Vietnam? <laughs> Joe. Joe. It's all hanging Jeff. together. It's all happening. Dead. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Let me check something really quick. Oh, Jack. Black Death Machine is not played by the, the oh, one black guy that's at all yep. his movies. Too bad. They got two guys. Also, Jeff, could the Asian woman from this film have been the long lost daughter of Asian Dragon Lady? Joe. Joe. Child's play. <laughs> Child's play. Okay. Loon never died. Ah, okay. Loon is Asian dragon lady. Slash Asian woman from this film. Slash She's Asian been programmed. Woman. That's why she hates Jennifer so much. Yeah. She knows. She doesn't know why. She doesn't. She and that's why. And that's why uh, Martini was compelled to get out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. 
He doesn't even look her face. He just takes the keys and runs. He cannot be back there. He cannot be back in Vietnam. It can't be another yeah. Vietnam. It's all another Vietnam. It's all, it's all Vietnams all the way down. So, all right, Joe, that's it. Whoo! So we sorted it out. Uh, the the uh, Martini Cinematic Universe timeline. But next week we have another movie with a messed up timeline. Mm. If you've ever seen it, Joe, <laughs> we will be watching the 2001 classic eight movie. 2001 a space audit nope sorry wrong eight movie <laughs> you will be watching 2001's planet of the apes aka marky mark's planet of the apes the marky mark cut <laughs> the marky mark cut that's right we are kicking off ape roll we gotta have a pause there ape roll mm-hmm. with marky mark planet of the apes then we're going back to 1933 we're watching son of kong Son of Kong is on HBO. Marky Mark is on Cinemax, but you probably are going to have to rent it. Then, Mm -hmm. Joe, we're we're finishing it up with the big movie. The big boys. The two big boys fighting each other. It's 2021. Godzilla versus Kong on HBO Max. We're going to finish out the month with that. We'll have three movies this month because we did an April Fool's joke with uh, one more Ron Marchini movie for Karate Cop. Yes. Are you excited to have some budget behind these movies? Or are you not excited because you know how stupid the end of Marky Mark Planet is? <laughs> I'm excited to get a little bit of budget at the end. There's a lot of budget in that Planet of the Apes movie. That was supposed to be a hit with Marky Mark. It did yeah. not turn into a hit. Yeah, no, it did not. I, I think the so they're doing a Planet of the Apes like cinematic universe now. I think they probably wanted to do that with Marky Mark, but they were like, we're not going to be doing this. We won't be moving forward with this picture. This Go start. Fair. Go star in a movie where the bad guy is pollen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start you smaller. Let's start you with pollen. We'll see how you do with that. Oh, all right. So Clue, I think it doesn't go well. Sorry. It doesn't work. No. So I think that'll do it for this week's episode of the Reactionaries podcast. We will be back next week with 2001's Planet of the Apes, or as we will call it the whole time, Marky Mark's Planet of the Apes. We go. So for Joe, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care. And Joe. I have two words for you. Death machines. Death machines. Take it easy now. Take it easy. Don't don't pull too hard. Be be careful with it. Bill. What? What what can I do? Shut up and relax. Where's the fish? Where's the hook? How are you going to catch a fish without a hook? Patience. I don't believe it.